episode 86. I am not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I am paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you Good evening, Doremi fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How are you doing, EC? Doing well. Wish I could uh, be talking to you about another victory, but uh, the roller coaster continues. But uh, it's always good to see you again. Excited to get back to it. So let's let's get it in. Damn, EC, did you have the, the no spoiler alerts? You know, ease, ease us into it. You just raw dog in it, right? You just saying whatever, dude, right? Raw dog life. Is that your is that your mantra? That's how I get it in. Four kids later, baby. That's how I roll. Okay, I see how it is. Well, since you brought it up, draw to Burnley. The bottom of the table, you see. Lose to Middlesbrough. Championship club dominated both matches, right? Would you say we did? I would say yes. I would say more, about seventy percent of both games we dominated. Maybe seventy-five. I think the Middlesbrough match we dominated <coughs> coast to coast. The Burnley match, uh, whatever Sean Dice serving at halftime, I wish Ragnick would be doing the same uh, because they came at us. They came at us hard. It looked uh, it looked like a different team from them in the first half. It did, uh, but EC again. I don't know if we need this team needs if we say our strikers, our forwards. You know whether it be Ronaldo, Cavani. I know they're up in age, EC. I know I know they're up in age. If it's them too, if it's um, maybe some Jane, well, Jane's Jane's too young. Now let's do Ronaldo and Cavani. Do you think they need Cialis or Viagra or you know Blue Chew or you know something? At least they can you know get it up and finish. You know, because apparently they can't do that. We have no up forwards that can finish. In my opinion, and it's sad. We're getting the service. We're getting the service. I mean that we've always been craving and. And this new formation in the midfield with Bruno kind of taking over, you know, the 4-3-3, him taking over the, you know, the kind of the midfield general role. I think we're getting great movement. We've had Paul Pogba, you know, reintroduced in the lineup in, the, you know, in these past two matches, and it looked more fluid. Uh, McTominay as well, you know, being that holding midfielder, but yet he still advances. Uh, we have Luke Shaw. Uh, I, I guess you could say retaking, reprising his role as a left back over, over Tejas. 
Um, Delote is doing what Delote does. Uh, he's not the best straight back. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's the best, but um, he's doing a lot better than in service on the offensive side than Aaron Wamasaka. Uh, Jane Sancho. Uh, the turn of the year, 2022, looks like Jane Sancho's what where he what he could what he can be at what he sorry how do you say this what he was at Dortmund. You know. You know taking on players, going forward, you know, it's just that final pass. Some Our final passes, our final crosses, I don't know if it's the, um, this is the attack, what we need, uh, but we are just seem like we're just trying to cross it in to old men in the in middle of the park, in my opinion, uh, and they're not putting it away. Uh, and, yes, I know it's a blasphemous, and we'll talk about CR7 uh, a little bit later on and my, my views on that. But it just we can't we can't finish easy can't get it up again probably need this team needs um, you know maybe a you know Glazers what you need to do is probably uh, instead of a team viewer is that our, is that is that the name that we have in the front of the shirt easy yep yep okay Glazers and uh, uh, Arnold that's the business that's the COO CFO or whatever the fuck is whatever his position is I mean, he's an empty suit in my opinion. He's just like Ed Woodward. Uh, maybe uh, instead of Team Viewer, go after Viagra or Cialis because that's what we need. You know, that, that's going to be in the front of our shirt right here. Viagra or Cialis or Blue Chew. Blue Chews. Uh, uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. You see, but I've uh, I've dabbled in the Blue Chew. Uh, you don't have to go through a doctor. You know, do it online, and you know, just I was going through some hard times. So maybe just like the hard times I went through. Uh, maybe, um, maybe that you know that can uh, benefit United, you know, in, in the near future. I don't, I just don't know. It's not something I want to admit publicly, which technically I just have. But um, maybe Blue Chew. May, I mean, or Roman. Roman's good. At, I mean, I don't know why I know all these names because maybe I, I don't know if I researched them probably. Um, but um, you know, that's that should be our next uh, our, our next shirt sponsor because. We uh, we can't finish, you know. We we get you know we get to the starting line, but we can't finish easy. And it's two matches that I mean shit. It's probably been what since the turn, <laughs> since November, we can't finish. Is that is that it easy? I mean I I don't want to even go back and count the matches that we're just one nil, or tied one one, matches that we should have won, and it ain't gonna get any easier easy. You know the supermodels are coming you know, up next. We had we had road lizards right now, right? We had the slump busters that we should have, you know. And okay, don't don't I don't want people to, you know, bash me, you know, that I'm bashing, you know, whatever. But these are terminology that people use in sports. Yes, we went through the slump buster phase and we didn't get out of it. Now we're going against the, you know, the um, the supermodels and, you know, I think we're just gonna lay down and and, and just roll over, you see, because we have city coming up. Don't we? We have Liverpool coming up. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a little while, but you do have a tough test in in Atletico Madrid, which they're not in good form right now. So that's it's kind of good that the way that they're playing. But yeah, the the dogs are coming: Tottenham, Liverpool, Leicester, Everton, Arsenal, Brighton, Chelsea. All that stuff's coming. So. Yeah. So I mean, this is it's just one of those things you see. It's just I don't. I'm, 
I'm losing faith, DC. You know, it's getting very hard for me each week to come on here and come up with content that, you know, come up with an opinion that I feel passionate about. I lost some sort of passion for this club. And maybe it's because it's been mismanaged and, and now it's so prevalent. It's been ma- mismanaged for so long that I'm getting tired of fighting for it, you know? I'm getting like, I don't know, you see, it's just, it's very hard. And seeing performances like we did, you know, this past two time, past two matches, a draw against the last last place team, which probably could be a championship team next year, and then a loss to a championship team on PKs, on penalty kicks, when it should not have been going to penalty kicks. It is broken my spirit, you see. I don't know what. I don't, I don't, do I look forward to watching the match? I mean, hell, the Southampton match is at 6 fucking 30 in the morning on Saturday. This this, this coming Saturday. Am I, rough. Am, yeah, am I excited to get up at 6 30 in the morning like I used to be? No. Why? So I can get, you know, kicked in the nuts? I'm tired of getting kicked in the nuts, you see. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. I don't think anybody knows what's wrong. Is it the players? I mean, who knows? Is it the coach? We can't blame it on Ole anymore. Obviously, everybody knows what the biggest problem is. It's the top management. Because now Ragnick's having, rumor is, Ragnick's having problems with them and the board. It's just hard, Easy. You Please talk me off this ledge. Please talk me off this ledge. Please, please, please. Because you know what? I might go to, I might be a Salford City fan. You know what I mean? Or Salford United or whatever the fuck they are that uh, Neville, the Nevilles and the, all those old ex-United players own and, and and forget about, you know, forget about this Manchester United thing that we got. Please talk to me after the LGC because I'm I'm, it's getting hard for me. Uh, I mean, I'm not on the ledge there with you. I And I know you're, I know you're, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. Yes, it is depressing days, but I think it's it's not a numbness for me. It's it's really a thing of this this roller coaster ride has been going on just right before Sir Alex Ferguson left. So if you look at his timeline, he loses the title and he wins the title and he leaves. <coughs> but that management system that you talked about, that structure that he kind of wanted us to get a hold of with the Glazers, I think that's where it all kind of began, and we haven't kind of recovered since then. Um, if you look at the fact that we, we haven't won a title since 2013, mm-hmm. and Chelsea has, Liverpool has, hell, Leicester has, Man City's kind of taken over the league, um, if you look at things um, from, that, from that perspective. So, But, you know, when I look at it now, it's not that we're the same club of 08 when I, I felt like we were the best club in the world, or 2013 when we won uh, the league the last time. Um, now it seems like this club is kind of hell-bent on making sure they get top four. And that's sad. So I understand where your frustration is coming from because this club is about winning titles. That's kind of been the tradition since the Premier League came into its inception. Uh, And even before that, we've won the league. So um, it's difficult, but I think for me, it's, it's not about, I think, placing the blame game. I think it's right now, like you said it earlier, if we finish our food or if we finish our chances, if you will, it's three nothing at halftime. 
right? If, if there's no offsides, if, if there's no penalties, if there's, you know, we do what we're supposed to do, uh, we win that game comfortably. And it's the same thing in, in the uh, Middlesbrough game. You know, we, we have, we're creating and, and making chances. So I'm not, con- I would be more concerned because I can remember last year and even the year before that where we would consistently talk about how our midfield couldn't get the ball to, and you just named the striker. You mm-hmm. could say Martial, you could say uh, Cavani, you could say whoever you want, we couldn't get the ball to that person. That's no longer the case. I think he's opened it up. I think he's allowing Bruno to be creative, allowing Pogba to be creative, Scott McTominay playing, I think, in a more advanced role a lot. I think that's what he needs to do. He's not a CDM. And so for me, when I look at things, the fact that we're getting the ball in a box, I your point earlier about Jaden was, I mean, spot on. I mean, he's, he's playing as if he's finally now comfortable with the league that he's in, and he's only 21, 22 years old. So... I, well, the way that I look at things, the only thing that really frightens me is that your point earlier about the two strikers who are, I think, 37 and 36 years old, Cavani and, and Ronaldo, we have to get younger there. And, you know, a lot of people didn't probably watch Tony play uh, over the weekend, but he played in your favorite position that you like him in, in a 4-3-3. He played on that left-hand side. So... Ragnick commented on it and said, you know, I hope Rashford comes back to the club in good form. Um, but I think with that 4-3-3, I, I, I think he's going to have to play that point position because I think Jaden and for me, um, Alanga have kind of got those positions locked down. I think I think Rashford's kind of in his head still from them from the Euros missing those PKs. But we, we can talk about that later. But I, I just I think we've got a good nucleus. I think we'll talk about Harry Maguire later on. But I think if you look at Shaw, you look at the lot, you look at the midfield three getting better and kind of figuring out what their role is. You know, you can bring Fred off the bench. You know, he can help out Matic in a one-off game. He can still help. And then I think up front again, you got the you got young kids in Rashford, in Alanga, in Sancho, who I who I think can make it, make it happen. I'm excluding Ronaldo. I'm excluding Cavani because I don't really think they're they're the long-term uh, help. But I think, you know, in a one-off game, Ronaldo can do what he does. He's in a funk. He's not, I don't think I've ever seen him miss the whole goal. That's that's the first time I've seen that. He's not excited anymore. He's not starting games. He's coming off the bench. Rumors are he wants to leave. So it's not completely over. <clears throat> I just think the standards and the bar have dropped since when we started watching United. And I think that is sad. But like I said, I think player-wise and coach-wise – When's the last time we had a coach call players out, but not in a negative way? It's been a long time, and Ragnick's doing that. Ragnick is being, in my opinion, I don't and I don't know, you know, obviously I don't live in Manchester, but it it seems like when players don't do what they're supposed to do, he says it, and I love that. That's refreshing. It's not, hey, you idiot, you know, why the hell? It's, I need him to play this way. We're not doing that, and he's holding people accountable. So, I'm excited about that. You know, I, I'm looking forward to a new regime to come in and have Ragnick kind of helped and guide that person because I don't think he's the greatest coach, but I think he's doing a damn good job. Um, could it be better? Absolutely. Uh, it's another draw. Um, we need three points. We're now we've now slid down to fifth. But I, if you had to ask me right now, gun to my head, will we make top four? I think we'll make top four. I know it's not the standard. I know it's not what we should be rooting for, but. I think that'll help us attract players 
better players, younger players um, to, to come to the club. <clears throat> okay. How, okay. How do I say this? When, it, when it's regarding culture, attitude, culture, you talk about the winning mentality because we haven't had that since Rally left, right? One thing that kind of, you know, kind of, I, I heard over the past um, week, especially since we lost to Middlesbrough, the United has spent more money on transfers than all other clubs in, in Europe since Stratix left. What do we have to show for it? Uh, we talk about oil money. Man City is one. PSG is one. Liverpool is one. Titles. League titles. We're talking about league titles. Um, Real Madrid. Again, the Galacticos. The one that we always refer to. We spend more than them. It's this notion of Manchester United and what we're trying to achieve and how, again, I don't know, man. It goes to attitude. You know what I mean? I mean, we don't have a killer attitude. We don't have the the eye of the tiger. This team doesn't. This team plays scared. You talked about Ronaldo and Cavani. What we're doing is trying to cross the ball so they can head it in. What Burnley did was playing through balls to the best, whatever Vestigard or the guy, you know, he was taking shots at the, you know, at the 18. We couldn't do that. We get bunched up in the, you know, up top and we're just trying to cross it in so somebody can hit it in. So cross it in so somebody can hit it in. Nobody can get a clear shot through a through ball, through open play, or anything. What? I mean, what's that? That's an issue. Easy. Don't. I don't know. If you, did you notice that or not? For me, I, I disagree. I you know the last game I think it was thirty shots. This game twenty two shots. I don't think it's a situation of the midfield can't or the defense isn't. I think there is a defensive deficiency, which we'll talk about later. But I think, for me, I completely agree with Ragnick. You can't have 22 chances and not win a match. You need to score. You should have scored at least six times. But you're offsides. You're, you're creating penalties when you shouldn't be creating penalties. You're allowing an offensive player that they we pretty much shut them down, but you have a blunder on defense, which you shouldn't have, and you give up a goal, and then that's it. So, I here's the thing: I was completely with you. You know, when we talked about it last year, when we we're saying we can't create, we're not creating. It's not all just crosses. I think a lot of it is us playing through their midfield, playing the ball from the back, which I used to hate, and that's solely because I hated the fact that Aaron Juan Basaka was usually the beginning of that pattern, and he couldn't dribble the ball very well. I feel like now we have everyone on the pitch that can pretty much dribble the ball. We can move it with pace on the wings with Rashford, Alonga, or Sancho. It's just, again, you create your own luck. I mean, I thought that Varane goal was on. I I, I thought, okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, we're going to route these guys. Not going to be a big deal. And, you know, VAR comes into play. So, you know, 
minor little details, small things I think you can fix. But when you don't create any chances, so let's just say we created two. Now I'm I'm starting to panic a little bit and go, wait a minute, we're not even creating any chance. This is a lower level 19th place team. When you create 22, that means you're you're making things happen. You're being aggressive. I agree with you though. We didn't finish our food. If you if you draw or if you lose, that's the result. So you can have 50 <coughs> chances. If you only put one home and they have three chances and they put two of them home, you lose. So I, I understand. I, listen, the frustration, it's there. But I'm, I'm not – I think you texted me before the last game, and I simply texted you back. We have good players, but we don't have a good team. You don't have a good team. We got some good players and players that can make individual things happen and players that can link up and, and be consistent for two or three games, but then they're going to drop off a speaker and you're going to go, how the hell did you even make the team? That's what we have. A good team, a good a good team has a good system, and it's not blaming Ragnick or Ole or any of that stuff. I'm not excusing those those players. I'm not I'm not saying that they don't have bad games, but what I am saying is it takes time. You gotta remember for me, and I know you're not going to like this, but I'm just going to say it. There was a three-year period there where it was 4-2-3-1. I don't give a crap. That's what we're running. It's Scott Fred. That's what we're going to run. Now, to his credit, second place and third place. That's what happened. Those are the facts. <clears throat> but I think what Ragnick has done, which is different, is said, I'm going to run 4 triple two. He, he realized quickly that shit don't work. He switched it up, went to 4-2-3-1. Realize that's okay, but we're not creating. And now he's gone four three three. He's creating chances. So he's learning on the fly for me. Where <clears throat> I looked at Ole and said, it's kind of like Van Hall in the sense of it's the same thing over and over and over to where you don't think there's there's no creativity. So I just like the fact that for me, one, the coach is calling the players out. He's not shying away. In fact, he went so far as to hire a PR assistant to be able to get this stuff out there because you know it's been horrible with the rat with the uh, Sancho not Sancho sorry the the <clears throat> Jesse story and the Tony story yeah he's he's switching up his formations he's running a four three three which <clears throat> I wish would wish Ole would have did Ole said he wanted to run it and I think he has the players to run it um, and he's not sticking to his guns when I for me I was like shit we're gonna do this four triple two until we are in nineteenth place so. I just think that, for me, it's not up in the sense of we're going to beat City because no one is this year. But when I look at the rest of this season, I'm not fearful that we won't at least make Champions League. <clears throat> All right. I wish I had your enthusiasm, and I need you to rub off on me. You know what I mean? Hold on. That just sounded weird. Um, I need your enthusiasm to rub off on me, Okay. You you can say those things in in the in, nowadays in the culture when you say something like that you're just supposed to say pause that gives you a clearance to say uh, suspect things. Pause. Well, I, I don't know this culture. It's a, new ling- it's a new lingo. So if you say something suspect, it's all right. Just say pause after you say it, and then you're good. That's okay. The weirdest thing ever, but it's that's what they're doing. That's what the kids are doing. Okay. Good thing my kids are. Six and five, they don't know lingo like that. <coughs> I just want everybody to know that 
I didn't really want easy to rub up on me. I meant to rub off. No, not rub off on me. But I want his. No, fuck. I'm just. I'm, yeah, I'm just digging a hole. Anyways, you know what I mean. I want I his enthusiasm to rub off on me. Right. That's yeah. the way. Okay. There you go. All right. You see, let's uh, put a bow on uh, the two games because I think we kind of touched on it because we're going to get us to the topics that actually kind of go back to that. But let's do some player ratings for the games. Uh, the Burnley match, and we'll go to the Mitters Row match because technically, other than other than Ronaldo, pretty much the lineups are the same. Yes. Because right. Ronaldo was the only one I think that didn't start. Yeah, Ronaldo and Cavani. So we, that's kind of that's kind of a a given. That's kind of a straight swap. So let's go with the Burnley match, EC, on on player ratings and and what you know what you know what what happened. So let's start from the back. Uh, David De Gea, obviously, you think he uh, did more than he needed to do. I thought he played well. Yeah. Again, I don't think he had much to do in the first half. I don't fault him for the goal at all. I thought he got let down by his two central defense midfielders and the center back. Um, I don't think he was going to save that goal. I don't think anybody was going to save that goal. Um, he pinched. He punched the ball out of the box, which I never see. He did that mm-hmm. late in the second half. Um, so that you know that shows some commands of the box, which that's probably his only downfall. Um, it just distribution was decent. There was a ball he played where Pogba was wide, and I know it was Rashford was wide and Sancho was wide, and he played it in the middle. So Pogba played it well over his head, right back to their defense, but or yeah, you know, to their team. But I I would say overall, you know, made a couple saves, you know, a couple key ones, but nothing too crazy. You know, I'm standard seven. I, didn't okay. have, I had no issues with, with how he played. No, me. I agree. Still, oh, I'm sorry. Other than De Gea and, and other than Ronaldo, De Gea was the only one that didn't play against the Middlesbrough match. That was uh, Dean Henderson. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> all right. Yeah, seven. I, I mean, but I'm always going to give De Gea. De Gea hasn't been De Gea of last season. I should knock on wood for that, right? Because he has he had he hasn't had those mental mishaps like he did last season when I was calling for his you know his job you know what I mean I was like no we should move on let's um let's go to Henderson and then I figured if I found out <clears throat> you can't move there because he's on so much money so I'm like fuck we're just screwed so no I, I don't with, with his performances you know him as a man of the matches. His player of the month uh, awards that he's getting, um, I don't think, unless it's a true, you know, fuck, he fucked up, I don't think I'll give De Gea anything less than a seven this whole season, the rest of the season, you know. Um, I should, again, knock on wood. I don't want to jinx the motherfucker. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, Dev in the sticks right now, he's a, he's a boss. Uh, I wish I gave him a higher one, but, again, you know, uh, we lost. We we tied against Burnley, so I don't think anybody on my list is getting anything above a seven, unfortunately. So seven is my A right now. So yes, David DeHaye gets a, gets a seven. All right, you see, let's start on the start on the ends and let's move our way in the defense. Luke Shaw. 
I thought Luke played well. Um, nothing again. Nothing to where he didn't make me get out of my seat too much, but he did turn it on and got a lot more forward than he did in the Minerals World game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, him, and Jaden are are starting to gel a little bit. I mean, even on that back pass that Shaw played to Pogba, that was that was Jaden and Luke, you know, working together and making that happen. So. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking those two together. I wish we could get something going with DeLott and Rashford or Alonga or whatever he's going to do. But, no, I thought Luke Shaw got forward. I thought he drove at defenders. Um, I, I thought he drove at the opposing team well. Um, I wish his, I wish it would have been, you know, a lot more. But, no, I, I thought Luke got the assist, um, you know, played decent on defense. I don't think he got any yellow cards in that game. I'm pretty sure he no, did. No, he was so, clean. Yeah, so I, I for me – um, no, he he got one. Remember that late, late, late. He basically punched the guy almost in the in the groin. Maybe they didn't give him a yellow for that. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. Anyways, I thought he played well. I I didn't I didn't wasn't upset with him at all. Um, I would probably give him a seven or even an eight. Even. Again, I'll go with an eight. I'll go with an eight. I won't okay. I won't waffle. I'll go with an eight. Again, going with um, what I gave to him. That my top score is going to be seven for everyone. Um, I gave him a seven. I, I thought. We're in the same. I mean, we're in the same. Yeah. I thought. Uh, I thought the past two matches, him going forward, uh, his crosses. And I know you're going to hate when I'm going to say this, but again, the Sancho, the Bruno, the Sancho to, and Luke Shaw. Pass to Pogba for the our only goal. Um, I give credit to Jaden and 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 Shaw more than I would give to to uh, to Paul because I think James Ward Prowse, a Jag, could have scored this you know a sitter like that. I don't don't hate me for that. EC. I just had to say it. I had to get off my chest. Um, but I think Luke and and Jaden were more integral. Towards that goal than really Paul was. I think Fred could have scored that goal. McTominay could have scored that goal if they're in that position. And we've seen McTominay score in that in that in that position as well. Um, it wasn't spectacular. So you know, no, well, I don't. Huh? I don't think I don't think it was spectacular. But I I think you look at the fact that I, there's several players that could have missed that goal. Like Bruno missed a sitter in the game before again, it was wide open. Again, so. James Ward-Prowse could have scored. Uh, uh, Javier uh, Rodriguez scored a better goal against us in the same match. Anyways, I, again, tomato, tomato. I don't want to get into an yeah, argument no, about, I, I about Paul. I, I just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just going on, on on what I see in the Luke Shaw. If my, my ceiling is a seven, because we I think the whole team fell off in the second half. We did. Um, and that's why I don't want to go above a seven in anybody. Uh, Luke Shaw gets seven for sure. Uh, let's go with uh, on the other side, Delot. Diego again for me. Another another. I just I like him. I, I think I think I'm a little bit biased. I think I got a crush on Diego because I'm so. We haven't had a true right back. I don't think Valencia was a right back for me. I don't know. He's Aaron a winger. Can we get about it from Wigan as a winger? Yeah, but he wound up playing right back. No, I know, but I'm saying he wasn't a true right back like, like you're saying. And so I, I just feel like I, I feel like it, it's just been so long since I've been able to see. I wish Rashford was on right now. I wish his 
form was on. I wish he was just balling out of control. It's just not happening right now. But um, Diego gets forward. He, he understands play. He understands how to position himself. I think there was only one time where I thought, why are you out of position? It, when it was an offensive position. It wasn't defense where Bruno had an opportunity to play him in. He didn't move. Bruno played the ball basically to no one because Diego didn't move. But um, – I just like it. I like what he's on right now. I really do. I, 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 and I've been on record as saying I think we should still go out and get a right back, but I think Diego's going to give them everything they want. And I don't know. Is he twenty three years old? I don't think he's that old. No, so he, he's young. I, I think for me, um, this guy's got to get more more international time. He's got to get more playing time as long as he's healthy. Um, I think the sky's the limit for this kid. But again. He's going to get challenged. They're going to go buy a right back. I definitely think that they're going to go get a right back, um, you know, if they don't give one of these younger kids. Van Play from Brighton, man, right? Right. If they don't give someone else a chance. So I'm going to give him a seven. I'll give him a six. I There are some points in the match I didn't notice him. You know what I mean? Like I noticed Shaw. And maybe that's a good thing. I, maybe. I mean, that's kind of one of those things, right? Uh, like when it's the phrase in offensive linemen in football, right? When you really don't notice them, that means they're doing a good job. Um, but in, in football, with especially the way we play with our backs uh, getting forward, I mean, yes, he did. You know, he did create some chances and then he, he missed some. His crossing was, again, we need to work on that. It, maybe I'm just being a little too critical. Of Diego, but I'll give him a six. I think he could have his, his service could have been better. Um, but yes, it's a lot better. Him getting forward is a lot better than what we need. Um, than what, what Aaron could provide. And I just we. I mean, I love Aaron. I mean, you know me, DC. Defense wins championships. I love that. It's over. It's over. I'm sorry, it's over. Aaron. I lo- I wish I I wanted you to succeed so bad, Aaron Basaka. Even though after your little. Nasty ass sex capades, you know, just whatever, dude. Um, but yes, I mean, I I was rooting for you, a a w b. I was rooting for you so bad, uh, but uh, this guy just took your lunch. Uh, the lot just taking your lunch, and you know he's gonna he, he's gonna eat that he's gonna eat that chicken salad in front of you. You know what I mean? Your sandwich in front of you. Um, so, yeah, but I'll, I'll give him a six because, again, there were some times I didn't really notice him and he didn't really catch my eye. And, and I know that's kind of it's kind of an oxymoron, right? It's like, a oh, he, if that happened, he really didn't do anything bad, but he really didn't, again, do anything great, in my opinion. Uh, Varane. Varane. I thought Moran was good. I thought Moran... You know, was in good positions. I didn't. I didn't think he was um, a world beater. But again, you know, you're looking at. I don't even know. I don't have it in front of me. But I'm sure it was probably what. I got it now. Sixty-five possession to thirty-five. So when we've got the ball that much, you know, your defenders don't have a whole lot to do. No. And I didn't really feel like he got challenged as much as he should have with their huge striker that they couldn't seem to get the ball to in the air. Um, where you want Varane and, 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 and Maguire to do their thing. But I thought he was fine. I, 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 I kind of agree with kind of your DeLault statement as far as just 
he was just kind of there, just did what he needed to do, cleaned up when he needed to clean up, and you know, passed the ball decent, scored a goal, which got disallowed. Was a great freaking mm-hmm. goal. I was so excited for him. Really, really happy. You know, you feel like when a player scores a goal, which he can do, mm-hmm. uh, you feel like, man, this is it. And he almost scored two goals actually with the back heel. Uh, in the second half with, with the assist from Rashford, which was just a – you could tell he just wasn't a striker the way he flicked it, but he tried. So I feel like he's gaining confidence. I like the way he's playing. Yep. I'd give him a six. I'd give him a six. I'd give him a seven. I noticed him. Easy. When I say I noticed the defender, you know why I noticed him? Because I was paying attention to his partner. And we'll talk to his, about his partner here a bit. I noticed him covering for his partner a lot. And he getting pissed at his partner. I know, again, the goal didn't count. His aerial, I mean, huh? A great goal. Great goal. goal. I mean, again, great goal. Um, Him getting advanced in advanced positions, I noticed that. Again, I don't know why I noticed him so much is because of what he had to do for the guy we're going to talk about next. Uh, But yes, solid, again, top, you know, my top level right now is seven for this game. It's seven for Ryan because I, I think he was top notch. And then we're going to talk about why the next person is probably sub zero. Uh, in my opinion, I don't know about you, but uh, the reason Varan fucking is at a seven is because he had a cover for the next person so much. Harry McGuire. Yeah, I, I think I, I think with Harry, I think it's tricky because again, I think people they're they're a little too fickle. And I talked to you about this with Tony. And other players who, for me, I couldn't find one consistent. And I'm not talking about 10 games. I'm talking about a season. Like, mm-hmm. be consistent for a season and then do it again. You get paid 500 grand a week. Do it again. Don't do it in 2020 and then 21. We don't know who the hell you are. You scored two goals and you're out. Oh, so, so, I mean, well, consistency. McGuire, you can talk about Pogba too, but you defend Pogba. You, you defend Pogba to the. You defend Pogba to the. Yeah. Okay. He's in the same boat. Okay. I, that's why I said I can't. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So so that's what I'm saying with Harry. Harry played, I thought, very well last year and in the Euros. The year before that, I thought he played decent. This year he's played horrible. There's no way around it. There's no there's no person that can defend Maguire at all. He has not played well. And the fact that now other deficiencies are starting to come out, because he has a very great I think, and world-class center back beside him, it's starting to look very, very bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, if if he doesn't lose his captaincy, I'm going to be shocked because I think that's the way that Ragnick moves. Now, in this particular game, again, there wasn't very much for this young man to have to do, okay? The problem, the problem lies for this guy is, one, he's the captain. Two, he's the captain of United. <laughs> And three, it was his fault for the goal. So when they only have five chances and two of them are on frame and you're the reason why they had the goal, you're going to get killed and right, rightfully so. That He's the captain. He's the guy. His lineage, if you look at the lineage of, of, of Manchester United uh, captains, just go down that list. I don't have it in front of me, but it's it makes – I've seen it earlier. It makes no sense. As of right now, he has no business being on that list. None. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he 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 should not be anywhere near it. So, I'm not going to slag him off and say it was a zero. 
I would give him a five because for me, the position that he was in before the ball came and the yeah. fact that he wound up pushing Scott McTominay <coughs> almost to the ground and then had to chase the kid down and just was too slow. And he was he was moving, Jesus. He was he was giving it everything he had. He had to. He had to. I mean, he was trying. His head was bobbing. I mean, he was had no chance of catching this kid. No. And they scored the goal. So I'm going to give him a five. I hope he turns it around because he's – I don't see anything drastic happening where he won't keep his spot. What I do see happening is him possibly losing the captaincy. And I simply say that because his after-match interviews are so robotic. They're so Ole-esque where he keeps saying, we're going to fight. We're going to win the next match. We're going to do it. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold hold that thought because that's a topic we have to talk about because there's been a lot of ex-players coming out about that. And that that's this that's another five minute discussion that we need to talk about. Yeah, I, All right, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. That thought. You said five. You see, oh you're. My. I wish, I wish you were one of my college professors. You see, you know, hey, you know, no, 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 you see, you see. I wish. I mean, I could have probably great. I probably, I could have graduated summa cum laude probably if you're like my dean of my 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 my, my basket weaving college that I that I graduate, you know, that, that I, you know, had a degree from. But, God, five? There was two mistakes the whole game for me. Okay. All right. Well, the, that's fine. Remember the Scott McTominay when he when he ran into Scott, the guy scored the goal, and then no. when it was a one-on-one, he literally, it was so sad, he grabbed the guy by yes. his shoulder. And he pulled him and down. Basically, and basically said, It could have been a red card. And it should have been a red. Thank God it wasn't. So again, no, you see, I know we'll talk about it later, but those were the two mistakes for me, the whole game. Those are huge mistakes, minutes. you see. They were they were big mistakes, but we have to talk about the good things, which he did do some good things for for the club, and I think that's what the big thing is. It's easy. Jags can look- do good things, you see. You talk, you say you hate when I use a word. Just another guy, you know. I mean, Burnley's 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 defenders didn't do it. I have said right, man. Was it man or whatever? Come on, EC. I've said for years that he's a refrigerator. I've said he's too slow. I've said this. For well, years. We'll get so into I'm we'll not, get into his topic here in a bit. I'm just saying so not, five I'm is not, generous, EC. You're. I mean, again, I would I would have graduated uh, magna cum laude if you were ever the dean of my college. Um, when I, at A and M, that's all. I'm just saying, look at the whole no, match. No, I, I am. I look at the whole match, and I looked at fucking Varane's face when he fucking had a cover for the motherfucker. I give him a zero. I mean, it, He's a fucking loser. That's what I would give him. A fucking loser. All right. Midfield, you see. Yeah. This is kind of a, a topic that's gonna kind of roll over. Oh fuck it. We'll just bring it up now. When we do player ratings. Cause it's kind of a <clears throat> the chances the, the, the chance that uh, Ragnick is taking that Ole never did, and I think everybody was clamoring for is Basically putting Bruno and Pogba in the advanced roles that you talked about, right? You want, right. I mean, you always said Pogba needs to be higher up on, on the left, and now it's like that's what seems what's happening. Him and Bruno are kind of in that higher up position where in the 4-4-3-3, four, 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 three, uh, Scott's kind of that holding midfield, which I always said it's going to be a 4-1-2-3. What has happened, you see? You, I mean, don't tell me I'm wrong. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Don't ever say that I ever said it. 
What is it? What do I always say? The best position is a four, one, two, three. But that's not team. what it is. It's a four, three, three. It's not a four, Dude, two, three. Dude, it is a four, one, no, it's two, not. three. Yes, who's getting – is Scott getting more advanced than Paul and Bruno? Other than the fact that the substitutions that Ragnick made in the, in the, in the starting lineup, at, what happened? At, Don't tell me they run a straight-up line in the middle. If, if you look at Scott's heat map, Scott's <laughs> playing back and he's playing all the way forward. Do you remember that shot that he took? Yes, but it's a four. He's playing back more often, easy. He's not. He's playing. He's playing a CDM position and yes. a four-three-three formation, which allows him to get box to box. He's not a CDM. You don't ever want to give me credit, a, EC. You never want to give me credit. Never, ever, it's, ever, it's, ever, it's, ever. It's not. It's not discrediting what your no, your thought. You is are. Like, oh, you are. Anyways, let's talk about Scott McTominay. Let's talk about Scott McTominay, EC. Okay. We, we, we're running out of time here. You never okay. want to give me credit. I God damn it. Um. God, where was I? Scott McTominay. Play yes. rating for Scott. I gave I gave Scott a six. I thought he played decent, not okay. amazing. Again, the reason I really give the kid credit is because he's playing in a position that he shouldn't be playing in. I almost think we're doing him a discredit. Um, if you look at a couple matches before that when he was just dribbling through people, I mean, that's what he was kind of raised on. So, I, you know, I'm used to hit, you know, from a little kid in the academy scoring goals. So, I give him a six. You know, I again played well, scrappy, gave the ball away a little bit, but I think if, if you're looking at Scott McTominay, um, you know, played 80 minutes, got stepped off, had a couple shots, one shot was off. Um, you know, so his, his shot actually is obviously not that well, but he had 58 touches on the ball, um, blocked a shot. Uh, you know, was decently decent with his at with his long balls. He had 33 uh, percent. Uh, from long balls, he won uh, two out of four tackles, which is good. Had some clearances, some interceptions. He had nine recoveries, which is great. Um, his duels, he had he had ten duels. He won six of them. Uh, he had five aerial duels. He won four of those. Um, he committed a foul, and he was fouled once. So, um, good game, you know, for Scott. Uh, like I said, not uh, not in the position he needs to be in, but, you know, making the best of a situation. And, you know, I do think they will get a CDM this summer. I really do. And I think at that point, you have to start looking at Scott and saying, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to continue to develop in this role? Um, he's, I think he's 22, 23 years old himself, 24. So, you know, is that something that he's going to want to do? Or is he going to look and say, you know, I'd like to get a little bit more advanced and play in that kind of, you know, Pogba and uh, and Bruno Rowe. I don't think he's that creative as far as passing wise, but I do think he does get forward. Um, you know when he needs to. So, um, so yeah, I I I give him a I give him a six six and a half seven. I go with six. You see, I, I mean I I like I like what he did. Um, I noticed him. That's another thing. Um, the only mistake I saw him make, and maybe this. Maybe you saw more was when he got dispossessed and um, whatever one of the, one of their forwards went all the way back and you saw Bruno track back and basically intercept the ball. Um, that's pretty much when I was like, dude, Scott's playing fucking good in my head. I mean, I said it and, and then what happened? That shit happened. I'm like, oh, dude, really? I kind of like commentator cursed him. Um and then Bruno took, I mean, Bruno intercepted. So really, 
Never really <laughs> came back um, to hurt him. So I gave him a six. It's and he, uh, you know, he played well. He, you know, in his position, <laughs> and I just, I just think he played well in his position. All right, let's talk about the <laughs> number eighteen. Um, I know probably every podcast in the world is probably when every time they mention Bruno, they're probably singing the. Uh, Encanto song about Bruno. I don't want to talk, but we're not contracted. We're not contracted by Disney, so I don't want to get sued. So I can't do that. So um, let's talk about Bruno Fernandez. You see, what do you think you got? I give give Bruno a solid eight. I thought Bruno played really well. Mm -hmm. I thought Bruno distributed well. Um, I like. Like again, it it looks four two three one, and then it morphs into four three three. But I think he's getting a, a lot more advanced, um, trying to create things. Still does give you the odd ball, but I think that's just who he is. He touched the ball eighty nine times. That's great. Um, tried to cross the ball in the box, didn't do very well at that uh, in this game. But um, you know, did get in, get some tackles in. Um, won his duels, not all of them. Of nine that he had, he only won three. Um, but, you know, still getting involved in the game and still trying to make things happen. So, um, yeah, I'd give him a solid eight. Like I said, I think I thought the I don't think the midfield was the problem. I thought, you know, again, they created things and did what they needed to do. You know, he played a full 90 minutes. I had four shots himself. So, you know, he's trying to trying to create things, trying to make things happen. Um, just, you know, couldn't put things away. But no, I think Bruno's one of those kids, man. When he's on, when it's his day, it's hard to stop him. And I felt like. This was pretty close to damn near, you know, a Bruno day minus an assist, you know, minus a goal. I think this was close to to where he's at. So I give him an eight. <clears throat> no, I agree. Uh, seven point, seven point four five. Because I'm not gonna give anybody a seven five <clears throat> right now, but because he kind of dropped off in the second half. I mean, like yeah. I said, the whole team did. But again, he's playing that midfield general role. Uh, very after they came back from the international break, he's doing what he needs to do. It looked like a Bruno from last year. Uh, again, his shots are not coming off as they were last year. Uh, but his passes are some. You know his the chance the the passes that he needs to take a chance on are coming off. There's some passes like you said, and like what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? Just pass, make the simple pass. You know, just make the simple pass. That's all. But the passes that he's taking chances on are actually, you know, you know, having they're having their, um, you know, their, what do you call it? Their equity, I guess. <laughs> what? What do you? You know, you know what I mean? They're just they're coming off, and they're actually, you know, they're they're just, you know, they're the players that come on them. They're actually trying to create something. So <clears throat> I give him the highest score probably of the whole game of any of the players. And that would be a seven point four five, um, not even a seven point five, but yes, I think Bruno is good. Uh, Labelle, Labelle Pogba. Uh, I, I, I think same thing. You know, eight. I think he played well. I thought he. I thought he, his movement was well. He passed the ball well. I think one of the criticisms he gets is defensively. I think defensively he killed it. I think you know if you look at the aerial duels, he, in ten of them he he won seventy percent. Of his aerial duels, that's I him knew, jumping in the air with another the guy. And I know you, I know you harp on that a lot and say that guys don't win 50-50s. He won more than fifty percent of the aerial duels he was involved in. Won most of his it's ground duels. Tall as fuck. I mean, how can he not win? 
So I think for me, when you look at when you look at his overall play defensively, offensively, scored a goal. Um, I thought he played really well. I think for me, um, you know, what I would have liked to have seen a lot more is when he is in that pivot because that's where he starts out. He's got to switch it quicker. He's got to move it a little bit quicker. He did it in the first half. The second half, you can kind of see he wanted to take a touch. He wanted to look up first. You got to know what you're going to do before you get it. And I think in that deeper role, the reason why I don't like him there and I like him so much far forward is when he does give it up back there, it's on. The goal's on. So I give him an eight. Uh, Apart from the goal, I didn't notice him. And that's honestly, I mean, you see, you know, I watched the game. I, I noticed, you know, yes, I noticed the offense flows a lot better. Yes, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't hate on Paul Pogba. But that's it, formational. That's not Paul Pogba, in my opinion. That's the formation of them. Him progressing those. Well, two I mean, guys. I, I don't think Fred could do the same thing in the same formation. I don't think I McTominay think. could do the same thing in the same formation. That's that's what I'm saying. Like where I think he's playing a more advanced role. So yes, uh, <laughs> even, even though a lot of his passes, in my opinion, really didn't create much. Um, cause again, I saw a lot of side to side passes. Um, I guess you, you talk about aerial duels. I mean, the dude's what, six, five, I mean, compared to whatever. So he's supposed to do that. Uh, chance. I mean, I know he, you know, there was a time he could have got a yellow card or maybe even a red card when he made a chance on, uh, when he made a tackle cause he went with, he went two feet four two feet in. I, I'm just bring, I'm just seeing what I actually saw about Paul Pablo. But I do think that him being in the lineup, and I'm not, I'm, I, I guess you could say I'm eating my words, is better than what Fred, what Fred could do, being in the same lineup. Because I think he provides the threat of of going forward and passing. He needs game time. He needs game time for sure. Is he worth four hundred million or four hundred thousand? No. Let somebody let another team play pay that. But There's no for, human on earth is worth four hundred huh? grand a week. Huh? There's no human on earth worth four hundred grand a week. No human? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they pay that right now. It's They'll trust, pay it, but I don't know pay what it. They, But again, I think get let him and Bruno, which we've been clamoring for for how many how many fucking years? You see, Since, at least two and, oh, and two, a half. Two two and a half years. We said play yeah. Bruno and Papa together. And obviously, Ole mismanaged that shit because he wanted to play the 4-2-1 bucket three, you know, because he didn't want to get beat. Now, I mean, I'm not going to say now we have a center back, but we have one center back that we got in and the other center back that has dropped off the face of the earth. Um, so we can't really, I mean, we're going to get fucking scored on. But what? What do you laugh? It's true. It's the truth. It's he the truth. fell off, man. He fell he off has. the face of the earth. Um, but Paul, yes. Uh, long story short, I'll give him a six because I really didn't notice him too much. He didn't really make much of an impact other than the the, the goal that he made, uh, and it was a jag goal. Ward Prowse, uh, what's the name? Scott Ward Prowse could have scored the same thing, uh, which he's a better player in my opinion in the Premier League. Uh, he has been his career. That's still a dig I had to get in there, you see, because we have to move on because we're already pushing an hour. So, yeah, I'll give Paul a six. 
and that's a tight six. That's a high six. That's a high six. I'm giving my high six, you see, a high six. But he's a six. Um, let's go with the Rashford. Oy. he was probably my worst player. He was right there with Harry. I'd, I'd probably give him a four. I, I, I don't understand what's going on with him. I don't, I don't get it. Four? I don't, I don't understand what he's on. I don't understand his confidence level is like he waited all the way to the second half to finally take someone on. And I'm like, you need to be doing this the whole game. Um, you know, I don't understand, you know, he, he gets his touches, you know, he had 42 touches, which is in a lot, but he, he gets his touches, but he just continues to get dispossessed, get dispossessed three times that game. Not good enough. Only one recovery. You know, he he doesn't seem to be interested in attacking in a one-on-one stance where you look on the other side and Jaden, and Jaden's taking this guy every single time. Every time he's like, come on, let's go. Come on. And then that encourages Luke Shaw to get forward. And I feel like Rashford has Diego, which he could do it with, but he's just not doing it. Um, just kind of lackluster for me. I think he had three shots in total. Um and I think he played 85 minutes. He got subbed off. He should have got subbed off. Alonga should have came on a lot earlier, in my opinion. I was hoping that he would, but he finally did. Um, so I'd give him a, I'd give him a four. I just I don't I'm not I don't understand what's going on. It could be a hangover from from the penalties and the Euros, but something's just not right. <clears throat> I agree with the four, and I was gonna give him a five, but you convinced me right there, easy. Uh, so I should I should say my scores first, and then you should come in because you know you make such a great compelling argument on some players. Um, I agree with the longest should have came out earlier. I, I you know you see I just want to know one question, and you talked about formation earlier. Why is Sancho playing on the the left and Rasher playing on the right when all basically all of Rashford's career? Where he's been success, successful, he's playing on the left, and and then with with Borussia Dortmund, Jane's playing on the right. Why are we putting Rashford in a position? I know they switched. Yeah, they switched, but it wasn't consistent to where like you know one no. was on here here. You know they they were <laughs> intertwining so much. No. You know like so great. You know it was just they start off there. You know you know Jane was on the on, on the left hand side. You knew Rashford right. was the right. Why, I mean, is that a detriment to Rashford? That's a question I want to ask because I agree with you. It's a four. It's a four. But is it a because it a four because it's formational? You know what I mean? Because I mean, he scored before the international break twice. I mean, how many games in a row? Twice, two games in a row, he, and they're on the left hand side, right? Am I correct? I mean, am I forgetting this? He, he did, and I I think they're just trying to fit him in. I honestly, I, I, I think they're looking at Rashford and going, look, he's an international superstar. Yeah. He's doing great things off the pitch that I don't think anybody would have thought anybody at his age would have been able to do. Mm-hmm. Ambassador of the club, we have got to make sure that this kid gets game time. And they're just trying to fit him in. But where, because though? You see, he's, they're not fitting him in the correct position. Just like I always said about Antonio Martial, where he's not a number nine. I said he was always a weaker on the left. I mean, we had a stacked up position. And Jaden, I thought we bought him to play on the right. 
that's what I understand. Jaden to me is ambidextrous, where Rashford's kind of in form or he's not. <clears throat> he's going to give you a ten out of ten, or he's going to give you what he gave you. So I think, I think for me, that was one of those times where he just wasn't on, and I think Ragnick's got to understand. And I know he's learning players, and I know he's not trying to piss anyone off, but. It's about being ruthless and saying, look, if it's not working and it's, you know, the 60th minute, 65th, and it isn't on, I got to bring on this other kid in Alanga who's bringing the energy, he's bringing the pressure, he's bringing the goals, you know, he's trying to create assists, winning corners, bring the kid on and let him get a little bit more burn, 83rd minute, I'm thinking to myself, how much time is that really to get into the game? This is almost like uh, uh, Van de Beek time, so I... Love the kid. What he's doing off the pitch is absolutely amazing. And again, I think that's kind of, you know, what everyone's, you know, they focus on those things. So when he has a bad game, no one wants to go in on him because he's feeding the freaking kids. But um, no, I'd, I'd give him a solid four. Um, he's got to do better. He's got to do better. Again, I was going to five again, like I said, but you said, you just said Jane Santos am ambidextrous, right? Yeah. So why the hell? Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this, you see. I'm going to go back to this because I don't think it's Rashford's fault. I, I do think it's this is Ragnick's fault, um, especially the last few matches. Why the hell is Jane Sancho, which in Dortmund he played on the right-hand side, why the hell is Rashford playing on the right-hand side and Jane's playing on the left? That's all I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's. I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, let everybody marinate on that because if you want to blame Rashford for being out of position and not in his natural position, well, that's you. You have one person to blame. That's it. Uh, Jane Sanchezy, you and I. I mean, it's a probably no brainer. I give, I give my highest ceiling would be a seven because I think he'd play fucking great. Uh, next to Bruno, I'm pretty sure you're probably gonna give him an eight, nine ish, an eight because we, again, we didn't, um, we didn't, you know, we drew, you know, we couldn't yeah. <laughs> put chances away. I mean, he had, you know, he had some chances too. Would uh, an eight be uh, correct for you? Eight all day long, yeah. Play I great. mean, and it's it's very it's very refreshing because <clears throat> he just like you said the amp, you know, the way he can play on both sides, he is now. Feeling comfortable enough to take people on, he's knowing. I, I, my, I, I think he's probably saying, "I'm, you know, now my body is fit enough to take on these the, the physicality of the English Premier League." And now they're he's, night, just, huh? They're night day. They're, they're night. And day. Look at the touches. Forty something for Marcus, and he had almost eighty touches of the ball. Jaden did. Yeah, everything was coming off Jaden's side. No, everything. Was. I just, they're just, if, if we can get both of those guys clicking, that's why I'm confident in top four. Because Rashford has it in him. He isn't a scrub. He's got it in him. It's just, man, when he's not on, he just looks like a, gosh, I don't even understand sometimes. But yeah. I, I digress. We already talked about him. Yeah, I give him an eight. All right. We're good. We're con- 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 concise consensus on that. Um, Cavani. I just like Ronaldo against a Middlesbrough match. Uh, <laughs> really, again, I'll give him a six just because he's a warm body out there, just like Ronaldo. 
Ronaldo yeah. actually, I would say Ronaldo. I give Ronaldo a five in both matches because he had chances to fucking put away and he didn't. Whereas Cavani had some chances, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had two shots. Cavani did, and one of them got blocked. One of them was point blank. So, yeah. I, I both of them get fives for me. Uh, Twenty-two touches for for Edison. That's not enough. You know, he needs to get the ball more, clearly. Um, but, you know, when it's not given to you and you can't get on it, you're not dropping deep, you're not going to get it. So, um, i give him a five, solid five, not not horrible. He didn't do anything too bad. He did commit a foul, but he didn't get in, get in on defense, really. I mean, he, he may he had four recoveries. Yeah, no, I mean. Just not, not involved enough. Didn't <laughs> do enough for me. Um, we got, they got to solve the striker situation. They have to. They gotta go get someone in the summer. No, they, yeah, for sure. And it's it's very. Um, I'm getting tired of trying to play long balls in for headers. You know what I mean? And that's what we're doing with Ronaldo. Here's the thing: I don't mind it because both of those guys have made a career, 800 goals for one of them, and the I'm other sorry. one's got. If, that, if, if that's your, I mean, if that's your only pitch, it's just like, hey, if you're a fuck, I mean, if you're a pitcher, if your only pitch is a fastball. I'm going to hit you sooner or later. Not if you're Nolan Ryan, and that's the thing. When you got Cristiano uh, Ronaldo, it can work. So don't compare. Oh, is, shit. Did you just compare Nolan Ryan or Cristiano Ronaldo? Well, he, Nolan was known for the fastball. That's what he had, but you couldn't touch it. So that's my thing. If, if you're known for jumping in the air for five minutes, which Ronaldo's the only person on earth that can do that, I don't have a problem with it. This right. is my problem. Finish your food. Finish, finish. <laughs> We we I I myself said and still believe that he is the best player at the club. I strongly feel that way. <laughs> I don't think anybody comes anywhere near his atmosphere. But he's have he's in bad form. It happens to everybody. He's just not having a good time right now. He want I, like I said, great player. Both of those guys are going to go into the Hall of Fame of the the soccer. I don't know what it's even called if they had it, but they'll both go into it, and that's the problem. We shouldn't be talking about Hall of Fame with our players right now, but they're so old. That's the next step. You know, it's MLS and then, you know, off to greener pastures. So, I they just got to do better. They got to finish. Cavani's got to finish that, That you know, he's right there. I don't know how Pope stopped that, but he did. Fair fair play to Pope. But I'd give both of those guys fives. Jesse, I mean, sorry, Ilanga. He wasn't on him long enough for me. Yeah. And I think you brought it up. The surprise that Jesse came on. I was shocked. I mean, this is the second time that the coaches came out and said a player doesn't want to be here, and the player comes out and says you're full of shit. (laughs) Clearly, he understands, and Ragnick has said, this is why I love Ragnick. He literally came out and said, the only reason I kept Jesse, or one of them, is because Mason did what he did. Yeah. That's just, that's brute honesty, right? That's, this kid screwed up, so this 29-year-old guy who won't probably play for me, has to now play because let's just be real. That would have been Mason's minutes. Yeah. Anything Jesse would have been playing, that would have been Mason's time and or Rashford's because Mason would have started. That's just a fact. So the fact that, that now Mason is gone, Jesse's going to play a whole lot more. He just is. And he's a good player. He's not great, worldly, whatever, whatever. He's a good player. He's a really good player who can score goals and create assists if put in the right position, which for me, that's further forward in that Bruno position. He's not going to start over Bruno, though. It's not going to happen. But he'll come off the bench and he'll play. He can play on the wing as well. 
And is the fact that we've loaned out so many players going to be detrimental to the team going forward? Ballistry could have played there. Ahmad could have played there. Tony could have played there. There's so many kids that are now gone. Where now you look at it and go, now we're now we're hoping that a 19 year old kid can come on and do it, or we bring up another one of those 19, 20 year old kids to help us out because now you got Juan Mata, who's past it. You got Matic, who's past it. That's your bench now, right? That's that's who you're looking at to come on and impact <laughs> and make an impact. That's 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 a difficult task for Ragnick the rest of the year. And we're just one solid injury from a key player away from saying, holy crap, what the hell are we going to do? No, I know they they brought up Hannibal uh, for the Middlesbrough game. Yeah. Um, and we won't, I mean, I think I think the Middlesbrough match is pretty pretty much done and dusted. But, you know, like the fact that you know, they were bringing up these young players, um, hopefully United has a bright future. Uh, I've heard heaps of praises of, um, he, for coming from an Arsenal guy, what's his name, Martin, saying that James Gardner uh, with uh, Nottingham Forest, he, he even said, um, you, you know, he needs to, United needs to recall this dude because he's, he's pretty much a boss in the midfield. So um, we'll talk about that. All right, let's wrap up. <laughs> we'll wrap up on the past few matches because – there's several topics from the past few matches you see that have kind of caused some controversy. Uh, first of all, refereeing the past few matches because and VAR because and in which I'm I'm not going to say it's a crutch the why we uh, why we lost the Middlesbrough match because we should have won that match three three nil three one handball. Easily handball because he brought it down and went straight down. He was able to, I forgot the kid's name, and then he made the pass for the goal. Far overruled it, says they were, I don't think they even took a look at it, saying that it wasn't even a handball. No, they looked at it. They did? They stopped for a long time, looked at it. No, I, I that's thought. Why I knew, that's why I knew it wasn't going to be allowed. The handball? Yes, because when you're when you're at a Premier League side, VAR's involved. When you're at a lower club, they yeah, no, no. What do you mean and it wasn't going to be allowed? It. They they allowed the goal. Yes, they allowed it, but I'm saying they took the time to look at it and they deemed that it wasn't a handball. Oh, okay. That, I, that's what blew I my. Thought mind. It was it was pretty quick. It wasn't very. Oh no! Oh no! 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 In fact, if you look, if you go to some of the watch alongs, which I watched afterwards. Mark Mark talked long enough for you to, to realize he was even calm at one point saying it's not going to be allowed. It's not going to be allowed. Said it several times and then finally came back and couldn't believe it and was cussing out the TV. So, no, they took their sweet time and looked at it. I will never understand how that's not a handball. That's a handball all day long. Yeah. I mean, letter of the law, handball, whatever you want to say, that's a handball. That's that's just that's poor refereeing and poor job on VAR on that one for me. Should have been one nil. One nil. We should have won the match, but before you even reach extra time, but tomato tomato. Right. Let's get to the Burnley match. We had a disallowed goal. You talked about the Varane goal. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, was it really a foul, 
or offside position into a foul because that's what I think that whatever yeah. interpretation of the fucking rule that's what it was. It was offside. It was offside. I thought they were going to call the pick. And so when I saw the referee wave back and forth, which was offside, it was offside. It was offside. Yeah, it was offside. So it, 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 it's, it's unfortunate because it's a great play. It's, it's almost like the pick and roll or the, when the receivers, uh, you know, one runs a slot mm-hmm. uh, slant and the other one runs an out and they pick. Just, it was a great play. So I love that. So props to the set-piece coach who still hasn't had a set-piece goal all season with a new coach. But it was a great play. It was just offside. He he made the move too early, and he was offside. So I agree with that. What about the next disallowed goal? Do you agree? Was it it a foul on Pogba? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think that's a little harsh, but here's the thing. If you grab a guy like that, the new rule, and it should be called more rampant, is that it's a foul. So... I didn't see it. I had to watch the replay because I didn't see. It. I just thought they had there. There was an own goal, and you know, I, I don't know who to try to claim it, but I just thought it was an own goal. Then I saw the replay, and I was like, well, "He's mauling him," and that's what happens in the box. But they called it, and so it was fair. It was. It's unfair. Um, you know, it wasn't. It, it, there wasn't a whole lot in it, but I think twenty twenty two football. That's that's what you're going to get. So. Um, didn't like the call. I didn't completely agree with it, but you know that's that's kind of where we are. So that's that's where I was at with it. So the overall <clears throat> in the past two matches, these calls have gone against United, and I know we've been in the past been called Penchester United. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we've been the beneficiary of that, but to be in the Premier League. To be the top of the top, best of the best, obviously, supposedly. Uh, referee and the re- replay system. Do you think it's failed football right now? Oh, absolutely. I don't think VAR has done any justice to to football because it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. And it's been several years since it's been an, an exception, so it's not like we don't know how to use it or we don't understand the rules. I just think there's no consistency. You and Matt argued, I think last year about handball and somebody brought up letter of the law is if it strikes the hand, right? If it touches the hand, it's a wrap. Then we have this penalty or this situation. It clearly, no question. He even moves his arm. The ball goes straight down. Cross in, goal. That's a handball. So, for me, I don't think that the consistency is there. I think that the referees who are going over to the to the table, they're almost saying to themselves, and the, and the people in the VAR room, don't make me look bad. I already called it a no handball. Don't make me look bad. Okay? Let's just roll with what I had. Don't make me look bad here. Come on, guys. Let's go. I'm going to come back here. I'm going to let everybody know it wasn't a handball. And we can all clearly sit at home and go, hey, that was a handball. Mm-hmm. I don't – it sucks because, again, it, it's taken away the human element. But, again, the, the human now has the opportunity to, to see it slow motion, 15 different angles, and you still get it wrong. So I I just – I hate what it's doing. I hate the fact that not everyone uses it. That's the other thing that makes no sense. Like this club can use it, but Middlesbrough wouldn't use it if we were at their field because we're playing by their rules. It just – it's just stupid. Just make it one size fits all. 
make it only for offsides and make it so that people understand what the rule is for and that's it all this handball and he grabbed him in the box and he pulled him down here and there was a pick move there and we're going to replay it 10 times that's the reason i hate watching football so much is because there's 18 replays every other play then a commercial break it's it's the same thing so i i don't think they're doing a good job i think they could definitely do a lot better well yes um to reiterate what ec just said uh last year when we talked about it you you were discussed we were we and Matt were arguing the fact that it was a penalty or a handball when the guy's sliding. He was actually doing a slide. I mean I mean right. that in a natural position as one right. would slide and the ball hit his hand and I think they called a they called the penalty, right? The penalty exactly. gave a penalty. Whereas this position I mean on an that would be an unnatural position because he's sliding, right? It's like you would slide to first base, right? Nobody ever slides to first base like with their head, hands forward or hands to the back. Everybody, when I mean, you, when you slide, you slide one arm, arm extended, the other one, you know, going in the position the, the way you're going. Where, and then I know Matt argued the fact that, well, no, it touches hand, it's a handball, it's a penalty, blah, 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 by the letter of the law. And then you, right. and then this thing happens on uh, on, on Friday, and I'm like, I, I mean, I totally forgot. Thank you for bringing it up. I, I totally forgot about that that time that that were that we had that uh, discussion, um, to where this the dude just, yeah, I mean, he might have been jumping up to where he's doing the crane from Karate Kid or whatnot, uh, but yet the ball <laughs> hit his hand, and it went straight down. It didn't ricochet. Off his hand. I can understand. That's accidental. If it will ricochet or, you know, or yet not. But the dude had his palm. Boom. Went straight down. And yes, it hit him. I'm not making excuses. United should have won. Period. They should have won. They should have won that game. 3-1. Count that fucking goal. We should still win them with 3-1. So I'm not making excuses. What I'm making excuses, what I'm pissed off at was the inconsistency of refereeing. And the inconsistencies of our. I'm with you on that all day long. I, I just, like I said, I, <laughs> it's taking too long for them to get it right. Yeah. And it's not making any sense. And I, I think they're just going to keep evolving. They're going to keep having these discussions. And um, it, it's ruined football for me, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't mind it for offsides because, again, that's a human eyeball. And you're trying to differentiate a toenail. Yeah, going a, a thousand miles an hour. I get that. Slow it down. Look at it really quick and get it on with it. But all this handball. Look, it's a freaking handball. Like people fight in the box. That's what they've been doing since the early 1800s. That's what happens. <laughs> Let that happen. Let that yeah. play out. Referee, make a good call. You're on great. They're making great money. Make a call. So no, yeah. I mean, it's this is gonna be argument for the end of time. And then, until they get it right. Anyways. A couple more topics you can see before we wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> talked about Harry Maguire. United captain. Captain my captain. Oh, captain my captain. You brought it up earlier on you don't think he's going to be retaining the captaincy any longer. <laughs> Why? I just think that to be a United captain, you have to be a leader, first and foremost. 
Um, and if you're not going to be a leader, you know, verbally, then you're going to have to do it with what you do on the pitch. Um, you know, for me, I just think that his play this season has not been one where you would say, okay, I can give him a pass here. I can give him a pass there. I, I just think it's too much consistent bad play, if you will. Just very, very consistent bad play. So, you know, the way that I'm looking at his game this season and and what I'd like to see from him is would be which would be great, which I think would actually have a lot more people in the fan base would have a lot more um, respect for him is for him to say to him to the to the fans that he would rather take a step down and have somebody else that's in a little bit better form, you know, lead the club right now. Yeah. You know, give it to Bruno. If he came out and said, you know what, I've been I've been talking all this smack. I've been saying all these things about how we're going to do this and be better and fight hard. But right now, I'm not setting a good example as a captain. And nobody's listening to and him. So, well, I would. I don't. They they shouldn't. And that's what I'm saying. If you can't lead verbally, so if you're not a center back who's like a PK, not sorry, not PK, but uh, a Sergio Ramos or a uh, Puyo Busquets, Puyol, even if you're not going to be someone like that, then your play is going to speak for you. Yeah. And this season is just not. It's just not. And that's not to say that he hasn't had good seasons. He's had decent seasons at United, and he's had decent seasons for his uh, country as well. In the World Cup and in the Euros, he played great. So I just think that it would be great for him to say, okay, look, love you guys, love the fans. I love the, the position that you guys have given me. You've embraced me. You were there for me with the whole Greece incident. But it's too much. There's too much pressure. I'm not playing well. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Bruno, who is leading on the pitch, leading off the pitch, scoring goals, creating assists, been our best player the past three seasons. I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. I think the fan base would almost applaud and and maybe give a, a rejuvenation kick instead of the same same speech he keeps giving after every loss or every draw. It's just It's just too robotic. And so I know he's not going to do it. I know it's never going to happen, but, man, that'd be great just to see him say, you know what, guys, I'm going to let somebody else step in and, and get it done. <laughs> with, with Harry, and again, it's the media again. Everybody could say, everybody in that country, uh, there have been too many ex-United players that come, has come out and said, especially the one of the best captains we were, our generation's ever seen. I mean... I don't, you, you know, I mean, we, you never saw Robbo, uh, Brian Robson, or Cantona, or before then. Um, we never seen those guys, but pretty much our generation that's probably watched football, you know, Roy Keane, hell, even. Gary Neville, Nemanja Matic, Wayne Rudy, Michael Not Matic, Nemanja Vidic, yeah. Those are all guys that he's trying to live up to. That's no, no, no. But Roy, I mean, but, I'm t- but what I'm talking about, ex Man- Manchester United captains that have called him out has been Roy King, right? Yeah. And I think recently he called a um, Rio Ferdinand, which has been a captain too, called up McTominay 
on saying that um, McGuire is doing a good good job at captain. I don't know if you saw that. Ferdinand said that McGuire is doing a good job? Yeah, no. He called out Big Tomine for saying McGuire is doing a good oh. job. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. But fair play to both of those guys. And I think it's not t- – it's not – I don't think you guys are wrong in saying that he shouldn't be kept. Where I, where I draw the line what is people fuck? saying get rid of him or, you know, this is what I – this is how I felt forever. You don't have to get rid of the guy. But he, you definitely need to say to him, you have to sit on the bench. <laughs> Somebody's – Somebody's clearly in better form than you are in, and you can earn your spot mm-hmm. back. But you don't get to just keep throwing out stinker after stinker. And that was my main thing with Ole. You throw out a stinker, you get rewarded with playing the next game. You throw out a stinker, you get rewarded again with playing the next game. I know Lindelof's having some issues. I think the whole robbery thing wasn't spoken about enough. That was a huge deal for him. I think his family members were there when that happened. I know Bailly's softer than charming tissue and he just got back from the Africa's Cup of Nations and he's probably not ready but hell my man Phil Jones can get some burn he's not a horrible center back he's not the worst center back in the world give him a chance and if until he does horrible which obviously Harry Maguire's throwing out some pretty bad performances yeah Phil Jones until he gets it situated and then once he gets it figured out mentally and physically then I'll get him back in there but to see him drop off performances like that and to see him be in position to make a tackle and not only run past the guy, but also push Scott McTominay almost to the floor and then try to chase the kid down and he gave everything he had to get there and couldn't do it, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And like you said, Varane's looking across from him and going, but I got to clean up for my captain. That's not how this works. I played alongside Sergio Ramos. What, are th- what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this crap? So it's not good enough. They have got to make a change. I honestly don't think they will. I think this is the English thing. He's an English kid. He's an English captain at one point in time. I think United likes that. That's It's all kind of a, a picture frame for them. I think yeah. that's why Harry still has the captain, the armband on. I think that's the honest, not racist, anything like that. I'm just saying, I think they want an, in an English league, they'd like to have an English captain. No, yeah, you're right. I, think, I mean, look I mean, at all of them. The only other one that hasn't been is uh, Antonio Valencia and Eric Cantona. That's it. Robson, Bruce, Keane, Neville, and Andy Manovich. Excuse me. Everybody else. Never was captain. Never. Patrice. <coughs> you know, I'm kind of like Ferdinand. I'm yeah, I'll put it up, yeah. Never really a straight-up captain. All right, let's go to topic... The kind of a the, there was the opening factor of it when I played the Charles Barkley, uh, I'm not a role model kind of thing. Um, your parents are a guy that I'm losing faith in, EC. Uh, again, a fanboy, uh, maybe I'm older than this motherfucker, I'm older than by three years. A guy that I'm losing faith on that really he brought me to United. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. The post-match, post-match antics that he does of just walking out the pitch is starting to piss me off. It, no, no, it's not starting. It's pissing me off. His attitude 
when it comes to United, or comes to this not playing, like when Varane scored, you think, hey, they they panned to the bench. I don't know. Did you see it? I saw it. It was bad. Bad. It was really, really, really bad. I'm like, dude, really? You know what I mean? It's like, he, I think you give a, a head nod like, huh? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't him. He thinks it should be him. Exactly. That's his, but that's... I, I know, I know, you see, I know, you see, I'm, I'm losing faith. And I mean, that's the reason I said, Hey, kids, your role models should be your parents, period. That's why I said, fuck superstars, you know, whomever, you know what? But this is getting, this is starting to get on my nerves and I already, I already realized bringing Ronaldo in was a mistake. Yes, I've come to that fact. But you think this guy was a professional, a true professional, and being a team player and not acting the way he is a diva, which I was afraid he was going to do. That's why I always said he's not a captain. You know what I mean? He's not a captain. He's not a captain. He's not a captain. But I love the guy because he scores goals and he's Ronaldo and CR7. And maybe I'm just in love with the nostalgia of CR7 when he was at Man United. But I'm getting tired of his antics. And this weekend was probably the culmination of that. To where I'm not wishing this dude injury, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hurt if he was like, out for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's horrible. No, no, no. I'm not wishing him injury, but like faking injury to where you're not going to play. No, no. Dude, I don't know what I'm saying. You see, I'm just fucked up in my mind this week. You know what I mean? Because I love Ronaldo. I, dude, I, I follow the dude. You know what I mean? I, I mean, he's a great human being, but he's a fucking horrible human being on the pitch and, and with his teammates. With his teammates. My opinion. That's that's been in his DNA since he's a little boy. He's not he. You have to cover for him on defense. You you you're not going to get the best out of him if he's not scoring. <laughs> he's going to pout. This is his this is his biggest drought in a decade. So mentally, right now, he's not in a good space. This is like I said, it's been a decade since he hadn't scored in this much time. So you know, you're not starting. You're not scoring goals. The club's not winning. This is a rep- recipe for disaster. Now I wanted him to come blindly. I did too. Have that love for him, and you understand what we all witnessed before he left to go to Real Madrid. He was the greatest player yes. on the planet. So before he left, and he won Ballon d'Ors and championships and champion leagues, that was the legacy. So we would think to ourselves, well, maybe he'll have a slight decline. It only got better. He only he only got better. So for me, when you look at him now and you're seeing what he's doing, we shouldn't be surprised because this was the rumors at Juventus. This was the issue at Real Madrid. When he comes places, you're going to get the whole package. You're going to get goals. You're going to get assists. But you're going to get the diva. He's a diva. Look, Has anyone taken a look at his Instagram lately? 400 million? <laughs> some of this, and seen some of the stuff that he posts. And some of the things that he says. He posts more of himself than he does family. Because, of again, when you are who he is, 
he's going to go down as arguably one of the greatest football players ever, not of his era, ever. So when that's that's who you are, when you listen to people like Michael Jordan speak, they're not nice to their teammates. Why? Because they expect you to be just as good, if not better, than mm-hmm. they are. Don't and tell me, no, no. Michael Jordan never fucking walked off the pitch, you know, and like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. He did. He was he was mean to his teammates off the pitch, but now he never. I mean, he never disrespected an opponent, and he never disrespected his his his, uh, his teammates in public. So what don't com- don't compare the two. No, no, no. The reason I'm, the reason I'm comparing the two is in the sense of the alpha male and wanting to just be the greatest. Did Jordan handle it better? Yeah, he handled it better, but at all costs. He has to be number one. He has to. There is no number two for him. Yes. He, he, he does not compute with being the second off the bench or the the one that can't make the game-winning goal. The moment we saw him come off the pitch, and I think it was three matches Did you ago, see him? Like, no, no. Did you see him in the yeah. warming up? Yeah, How lazy it was? That's what I'm saying. When he's not the focal point, mm-hmm. it doesn't. that doesn't compute for him. And again, for us to not understand that when this is this is a kid who spoke no English when he got to United, none, and was the best player out on the pitch. So he don't understand what's being said. He, he wasn't the best player when he came here. But what I'm saying is that Spurts, when he first came, he was. I mean, there was a there's a there's an interview where he's yes, the man of the match. Had, yes, he had talent, but he wasn't the best player. There's a famous interview when he was a young kid and he had, he was man of the match, and Neville has the trophy in his hand to give to him. Yes, and he can speak English. English. Yes. So he, so even at young spurts, he was the best player out there. He might not have been the most consistent, but there were spats when he was the best, even at a young age. So for you to be that great young, it's difficult for you to just turn that dial down and not be able to realize that hey, it's about all of us. It's never been about all of us for him ever. That's that's his that's in his DNA. So it sucks to see, yeah. but I'm not shocked. I look when I look at Ronaldo, I don't feel bad for him. I look at him and I go, man, you better you better perk up. I don't think the fans will ever, and even yourself, I don't think they'll ever turn on him completely. But I think fans will start to say, look, it if the rumors are true and you do want to leave, please kindly walk out the door because I think for me, if that's Tony, don't go to City, basically. Or, well, any of these players who you know get so much vitriol, if they're doing any of these things, they're gonna they're gonna get killed and rightfully so. I think he's got enough cachet to where if he wants to leave, I think fans will say thank you for coming back, thank you for you know trying your best and scoring those late winners early in the season. But if you want to go to a contender, fair play to you. You're 37. You probably got one or maybe two more years in your prime you know, fair play to you and, and take off. But by no means is any of this stuff that I see, it's not surprising. It's disappointing, but I'm not yeah. surprised by it. I'm, I'm not, not surprised, surprised by it. Either. I'm not surprised by it because I know I knew it. It's just more of the fact that, again, a man in his 40s should not idolize somebody that's younger than him. And I'm going to admit this, you know what I mean? I idolized Ronaldo. I did. I didn't idolize him. I just... He was my uh, Maradona, right? Like most Argentines or Pele or Nino. He was my 
Maradona or Pele. But now I'm like, I, you're the, I mean, it's kind of like, no, man, you're the, kind of the problem with my team. So I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm, maybe it's like, you know, like the, the, whatever, the 12 steps of sobriety, right? Uh, you have anger, you have uh, sadness, or, you know, you have to confront your shit, or I don't know. I'm, I've never been sober, but um, so it really don't matter. I, um, I think you'll look past this, and I think yeah. when he hangs up his boots, I think you'll go small blip, you know. No, yeah, dude, I'm going to be like Viva Ronaldo, Viva Ronaldo in 2008, Ronaldo, or 2007, right. Ronaldo, 6, Ronaldo. Not this, not this year, because... What he's doing to the team, it's it's just pretty bad. You know what I mean? I I, I think it's rubbing it's rubbing people the wrong way. Um, there's talking they're talking about issues of, you know, who knows what. I'm not saying he's a problem, but running is a problem. Taking he's off the problem. pit, going out the pitch, and like in the fashion that you did, sulking, uh, you're just an issue. All right, it's already a. Almost an hour and a half, you see. Let's get to some quick, 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 quick transfer news. And then we'll wrap this up. Um, Ten Hag is pretty much uh, Eric Ten Hag, for hopefully soon-to-be Manchester coach, is uh, already rumored to be out of Ajax because his boss, uh, Obermars, um, Frank Obermars is his name? I don't know his first name. Um, got a little, got a little intimate with some uh, sexy text messages with some some females. Uh, so Tenag has basically come out and said that he probably won't be back at IX next year because Movermars is not going to be there as well. <coughs> I know there's um, rumored. Obviously, I think it was today that Manchester United. Players would prefer Pochettino over Ten Hag. Um, what do you think about? I mean, what do you think about the dynamic? And then obviously, it's United, so they'll go with the old faithful. They'll hire Ragnick and will suck for another year, and then go after a big name coach. Uh, so we'll kind of miss out on Pochettino twice, and then we'll and then we'll miss out on I think is which is a great coach in the Ten Hag, which we should hire. Uh, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I, I think it, it for me it goes back to kind of the same thing that we talked about. Um, I want to say when we first were looking at Ragnick coming in, possibly we don't know what Ten Hag's about in this in this league. Pochettino, for me, if you look at Spurs before he got there, there was only a top four really. He kind of made Spurs a top six. He made that conversation start. Consistent Champions Leagues, Champions League final. Yes, they don't win, but with the players that he had, I don't even think he should have been in the final. So, for me, I go with someone who's got a little bit more experience in that league with the players, with that kind of money, uh, understanding how to buy players. I would, I would, if it was my choice, I go with someone that kind of knows what's going on because Ten Hag's going to come in if he does. This is just my opinion. He's coming into a broken system. He just is. And I would rather have Pochettino, who, for me, Spurs is about the same. They got a broken system because they're letting Levy make too many decisions. Um, I would rather him come in and navigate that with um, Ragnick than having Ten Hag come in 
and deal with all these stars and deal with all this money and deal with these horrible owners and just deal with things that just don't make won't make a lot of sense to him. Where Pochettino's already dealt with a really huge club and a really huge wage bill, I think he'd be able to handle it. So, if it was me, that's what I would do. I understand people like the the young and excitement with, that IX brings, but I just don't. For me, I, I I wouldn't risk it. I think if he got a move to a European club and he actually coached there and and got some experience, that for me would make a little bit more sense. But I wouldn't personally just go, okay, because you were so great at IX, we'll just go ahead and give you the job. Now, again, it might turn to a situation where he comes and he turns the light, lights the world on fire. But, you know, listening to some of the IX um, fans, you know, when they talk about Ten Hag, <clears throat> the criticism that they give you, it's not that it's not an exciting game. But what it is, is uh, he doesn't like to change up when he, you know, has his style of play. So if things aren't going well, you're still going to get the same formation and the same style. That's complete contrast to Ragnick, who we've seen, again, try the 4-2-2, go to the 4-2-3-1, and go to 4-3-3. So um, I understand the excitement because, you know, he's got a lot of hype um, in, in that d- division, which isn't a horrible division. Um, but I, I would I would rather them give the reins to someone that's got a little bit more um, stake in the game when it comes to the Premier League. How much? What is regarding Pochettino? Um, why did he get sacked at Tottenham? By he fought Daniel Levy. Any, did it? Was it? Time? No, I thought he was on a losing streak. No. Yeah, oh, he no. Was. This is. This was, right, was. After no, no. This right, right after Champions League. No, no. Right after Champions, Champions League. League. Yes. No. Yes, you're right. But he started losing matches. But my my thing is this. Consistent top four with the club that's not a top. Remember when he took them? They weren't. There was no top six. It was top four. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Now it's the top six. That was because of him. Right? Then he, then he takes no, that team. it was actually Harry Redknapp, too. Right, because no. Gareth Bell, Gareth Bell, and Gareth Bell, Erickson, no, no, Her- and, and Luka Modric, uh, that was, I believe, Harry Redknapp. Mm-mm. If you if you go back and look, that's those Pochettino's teams. No, Pochettino, no, Pochettino no. was at Southampton. Southampton playing. first, yes. S- but when Gareth Bell, Luka Modric, it was, it, when Luke, when Gareth Bell got got sold to Madrid, Pochettino wasn't there. But what there was no consistency in top four until Pochettino <laughs> came along, not Redknapp. No. Look it up. All right. Well, okay. All right. I'm just okay. I'll look it and up. I'm, and what I'm saying is the consistency started with Pochettino keeping that club and making them and making the world look at Spurs in a different light and saying they should be considered in a top six and then dragging that team. In my opinion, I didn't think they were a, a final team for the Champions League. All the way to Champions League. Did that team just, Champions League final? Were they top? Did they finish in the league top four? No. Okay, so it's one of the things that just like Chelsea did when they won the Champions League. Other than not winning the Champions League, because Liverpool did. Um, so all Pochettino did was just get his team to a Champions League. So he's no different. He's no. He's no different than Roberto Di Matteo. Like Chelsea did, but Di Matteo actually won, and then Di Matteo lost the next season, so they kicked his ass out, just like Pochettino did the next season as Spurs. 
I just think for me, he cha- <laughs> he cha- I remember him challenging Daniel Levy. As, in fact, you can look at the documentary, and that this is why the documentary is so good. You can see the turmoil in him wanting to get players and Daniel Levy saying, no, we're good. And he understood, no, you're close, but you're not there. You need more talent. So for me, when you challenge the big dog, you know how billionaires are. You don't challenge me out loud. You don't tell me about transfers. You don't tell me about what we need and what we don't need. I, I'm the one cutting the checks. Mm-hmm. I think immediately after that happened, the, the relationship was spoiled. That was the end for me. Now, Does he lose the matches? Yeah, he was losing, but again, why? Because he felt like he needed better players. Play, coaches for me. The same team, but he's losing matches. And, and again, he was honest enough to say, we're pulling this team. This team isn't coasting. If you want a team to be a championship team, mm-hmm. you need several players. No, Not just the 11, but off the pitch, too. You need the bench to be great players. He's pulling a, so, he's pulling a, a, a mediocre team, middle-of-the-table team. Yes, they got very fortunate. <laughs> and again, very fortunate because they barely won an Ajax match. I don't know if you saw that match. Um, it comes down to coaching. That's my point. When you have a team that's not great, but they're good, and you're doing those things, i.e. Porto, Porto's not world beaters, but they had a great coach. And when he was in his prime, you couldn't touch him. And he won championships. And then he went to Chelsea. And he won. It put Chelsea on the map. That's what I'm saying. When you got good players, no, a great No, Abramovich put Chelsea on the map. No, I... Jose Mourinho made Chelsea. Period. No, but before he him there was what you know, Ranieri. There were I mean, how many coaches before that? Yes, you're telling you're telling me Jose didn't make Chelsea. I I don't agree with that at all. I think Jose no. Mourinho, Dubrovnik, pretty much put. I mean, he's like the Saudi money that City has now. Abramovich, you know what I mean? So, I, uh, and then you disagree. Okay, we'll anyways, all right, disagree. we've all right. Let's let's, let's move on right now. Let's move on with Ten Egg because, um, again, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going this. Ten Egg is rumored. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, Bochettino could come in. Who knows? Um, another rumor you see, uh, Tillemans. Yuri Tillemans over Declan Rice because Declan Rice is going to cost the arm and the leg. Would you like that move in the summer? No. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, you really? Here's the thing. I do. Absolutely, absolutely not. I. So here's the thing. If you're looking at 80 to 100 for a CDM mm-hmm. and you make that move, it's it's damn near the same move as Harry Maguire for 80 million. Yeah. We need, in my in my opinion, if you've got 100 to spend, you need to take 30 for one, yeah. 30 for another one, and 30 for another one, and have 10 for some kind of up and coming 16, 17 year old kid. We've got to stop spending a hundred million dollars, eighty million dollars. Then why? Then why'd you say no? Why'd you say no? To Declan? No, I said Yuri Tillemans over Declan Rice. Oh, I thought you said would I go for Declan Rice? No, 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 no. No, I said Yuri. Yuri's like thirty-five. I think they're like it's gonna be like the 35-40 from Leicester. I'd pull the trigger on that in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, now we're on the same page. I was like, what are you talking about? No, no, I agree. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> that's too much money for a CDM. I'm sorry. Declan don't score goals. He prevents goals, but he don't score goals. But I think Tillemans could do the same job. 
Huh? There's only $200 million players that are out there right now <laughs> that United should go get, but I know they won't. Who? And that's Killian Mbappe and Erlen Holland. Those are the only $200 million players that are out there right no, now. No, they don't need Mbappe because they already have that. They already have that with Sancho, uh, Ingale, and, and, and Rashford. Could you imagine, could you imagine Killian on the, on the left and Sancho on the right? Mm, I Come think on. I think Rashford is better than Mbappe. What? I, I do. Okay, we gotta move on. We gotta. Move no, on. I, I I mean I don't think Mbappe. Gotta... Uh, yeah, we'll move on. This that's is not, this is so, this is a topic for another day. I'm sorry, yes, my friend. Absolutely. All right, um, Borussia Dortmund is looking at defender. I don't know the guy's name, so I'm not gonna bring him up. I know you talked about the debuts of our um, our. Um, Tony and Donnie. So give me a quick update on that, please. Yeah, I watched watched this Sevilla game. Uh, they played away to, I want to say it was Athletic Bilbao, I think. I'm not really sure, mm-hmm. but I watched the whole game. Tony played about 76 minutes or so. Um, played well, played in a 4-3-3. Was not supposed to play, actually. It was actually a substitution right before the game started. Um, he wasn't even supposed to be on the bench. Um, and so it was a big shock. I looked it up, and then the next thing you know, I refreshed my phone, and then he was in the starting lineup. So they didn't even have his little uh, – I don't know if you've watched La Liga, but you know how they have their faces on the screen before they come up? His was blacked out. So they don't even have the deal updated for his face to be on the screen. So um thought he played well. You could tell he didn't understand the players. You could tell uh, he'd be on the left and he'd go to the right. Great touch. If you get a chance – watched the replay, but he made a great touch in the first half. The ball came about 50 yards. He played it first time past one, then went past another, crossed it in, um, almost created a chance for him. So you can tell he still has what he has. I think uh, for him being there right now, I think they're three points off the top. It'll be really good for him to come on and and actually have Sevilla challenge Real, which it looks like right now at this point, it's a two horse race um, in the Liga. So, Really cool to see. Um, Donnie, I wish I would have been able to see. Donnie, Donnie, to me, is way more intriguing than Tony. Not even close. Um, because if you if you bring up Donnie Van de Beek to a Manchester United fan, they always go, I feel so sorry. I feel so sorry. And he's done nothing for the club. Like, he's he, he's never had a double-digit, you know, scoring season. He's never had a double-digit assist season. He's never done anything yet. Never looked at a trophy yet. He Everyone feels bad for him. I don't. But I want to see him thrive in the prim so that he can shut up all of the people that go, you know, he should have gotten a chance at United. And everything's <clears> a big club. Everything's not a small yeah. championship. It's a big club. So he played 30 minutes. Um, I don't know how well he did. I know he touched the ball about 30 times. Um, his pass accuracy was above 50%, so that's good. So I want to see a game, a full game. Um, but they brought in Deli Alley as well. So, you know, does he, is he going to start over Deli Alley? Or is it going to be the same situation where he's trying to get minutes and it's, it's coming off the bench? So I'm way more intrigued uh, to watch Donnie as an individual player and a little bit more intrigued to watch Sevilla as a team to see if they can challenge uh, Real Madrid because they actually have a, a championship race, whereas our race is pretty much over. <laughs> City's, City's pretty much locked up uh, the league. And I looked up those stats. They were top four <coughs> after the cha- that Champions League uh, fi- uh, final. They were they were in fourth place. Because mm. we were in Europa that year. We absolutely were. It was City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester United. 
So they, right. they were right there. Well, you see, thank you for uh, correcting me. What do you call the? I thought they weren't either. I thought they were. Yeah. I thought they were Europa. I thought they were too. Uh, they, were, they were right there, right there above us. I think again, getting back to the Ted Hack thing, I think United need. I they need a disciplinarian. I need they need scorched earth. They need somebody to say I don't give a shit what you drive, because uh, you can go drive that to the fucking you know unemployment line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I agree. You gotta have tough. You gotta have tough love. I agree. Have tough love. Yes. All right. You see. Well, it's. I mean, shit. This this podcast went a lot longer than I thought. I thought we were gonna have barely anything to talk about, but the the misfortunes that we had at the at the weekend and uh, and then yesterday or yeah yesterday. But you know, tomato tomato, potato potato. We got we got what we needed. So. We have Southampton at the weekend, AC. Quick, 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 quick score predictions on what What do you think? Southampton. I'm going 3-1 United. 3-1. You think we break our goal? I it's going to – a damn? Yeah, yeah, I think the goals start dropping. I'm okay. Going, I'm, I'm going 3-1. So I think you're uh, – you remember that movie? Um, uh, Euro Trip. Road Trip? With um, – Stifler? Is that the Will Ferrell one? No. It's with Stifler, but he doesn't. He's not really Stifler. You know what I mean? You don't remember the movie Road Trip, where they go from one college to another to 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 like make sure that the girlfriend doesn't open up a sex tape that the other boyfriend has. You remember that? Remember. You don't remember that? I'm looking it up. I don't remember it. Is that's a 2000? My goodness. Uh, yes. Is that Tom Green? Yes, Tom Green, yes. I don't think I watched Road Trip. Oh, man. Well, you see, you should watch it because why am I why am I racial profiling you? Anyways, there's a part, there's a scene. There's a scene. I mean, not because I'm not. Well, this scene's different than the scene I was going to bring up anyways. Um, but, yes, they go to a black fraternity and say they're part of the black fraternity, but they're like, they're, there's no way. So they kind of like, anyways. So the, the 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 skinny dude you know, kind of bangs this big black girl, right? And um, he takes her panties, and they're like big ass panties and shit, but they're cheetah panties. Right. And he's like, "What did you do? Kill a cheetah? You know what I mean?" Anyways, but that that's a funny thing because I'm pretty sure profiling you. Um, but what I'm trying to get at is uh, during that during that movie, they had to get money, so they go to sperm bank, right? And the guy's right. like. Hey, I need help, you know. Stifler does, so the she, the the nurse goes in and basically, um, oh, you need help, you know, all sexy and shit. So she he bent the nurse bends her over, bends him over, and basically this is and puts a glove on, and puts his her her finger up his ass, and milks the prostate to get him to you know you know what I mean to get him to. You know. Well, if I have some free time, it sounds like I'll be watching uh, Road Trip, dude. You need to watch it. It's fucking hilarious. What the hell was I getting at? Why am I bringing a bro trip? Anyways, because I was like, we need to finish. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. We need to finish our fucking chances. That's why I'm getting a long, long story short. Uh, if anybody's out there, go watch Road Trip because it's a badass movie. It's funny shit. 
um, at the beginning of last year, year and laugh your ass off, but United need to finish. So, all right, everyone, thank you very much. We'll see you all next week. Uh, let's see if we get a good win at Southampton. EC, do we have a Champions League next week? Go ch- please check, please. You mean we're against Atletico Madrid? Yes, sir. We – one second, I got it right here. Sorry, guys. So it goes Southampton. They're Brighton on Tuesday. And then Brighton, All and right. then Leeds, and then Atletico. We don't have them until end of February, February 23rd. So we have two matches, you see. So 3-1. I didn't get my my score prediction. I'm going to go – I'm going to go to the usual 1-0 Southampton because we are at home at old uh, – eh, maybe 2-1 two, two, two Southampton because you know we're going to give it up. And then Brighton, we have Brighton next Tuesday before the next pod. Let's see where we're going to go. Brighton, 1-0. Brighton's tough defensively. What do you think? Brighton? Yeah. On the 15th. We'll win that one. Two to one. Two one. I go one nil at home. All right, guys. Y'all have a great weekend. We love y'all. Y'all take care. And look at Diaz. We're yet. Old man, look at my life. 24 and there's so much more. Live alone in a paradise that makes me think of two. Love lost such a cost Give me things that don't get lost Like a coin that won't get tossed Rolling home to you